This is Metal Mike, and in this episode, I talk with the legendary LA Guns vocalist, Phil Lewis. We hear all about their new album, Checkered Pass, and we also revisit some key albums from the band's back catalog. Hey, you like how things are going on this channel? Well, if you're on YouTube right now, show me some love, hit like, and subscribe. And also consider becoming a financial supporter of the podcast through Anchor. There's a link in the description below. Here's my chat with Phil. Check it out. Well, Phil, welcome to the 80s Glam Metal Cast. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well, man. Glad to be talking with you. New album's on the way. Checkered Past. Uh, What can everybody expect from it? A bit of everything. Uh... It's all good. I mean, there's no, no bad if you include everything. And anyway, we've got some bad songs too. Um, no, it's 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 a great it's a great record. It's a uh, a record we're all very proud of. And what it is, it, it is the third one. It's the third record that we've released uh, since the uh, reunion, since Tracy and I buried the hatchet uh, about five years ago, um, and. Um, each one of those records uh, has a uh, sort of a uh, tongue-in-cheek, uh, double meaning, uh, subtle meaning title of the record. And um, the first one being The Missing Piece, and it was Missing Piece, and Piece spelled like Love and Peace. Sure. Um, and and that, was, uh, that was a good title after a 15-year estrangement, because it just all fell into place it which it just felt really good and and the music sounded good and and you know while we were making the record it did that just was the working title and uh, it worked out perfectly and then the second one it, it, we called it the devil you know because you know everyone knows the saying better the devil you know and um, he certainly is a devil <laughs> and he'd say the same thing about me so so it's about you know the devil you know um and and it, I, I know we know each other really really well. So all these titles, uh, are, you know, are, are like little puns, uh, if you like, on on um, our friendship, our relationship, our, our partnership over uh, almost four decades now. And then this new one uh, is titled Check and Past. And uh, if, if 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 there are two people that ever had a check of past, it's it's him and I. Sure. And uh, it, it's a great title, and and you know it's funny once you kind of get the title into your head, um, then then everything it also you know like the, a, an album takes on a personality. This one's got a lot of personality. Uh, it's got a lot of variety in it. Um, it, it, um, it you know we got balls out. You know like in your face. You know like uh, songs like Cannonball. Mm-hmm. And and then you know we we got tricky stuff like tricky atmospheric um, songs like um, I'm gonna let you down. Uh, so it, it's it's never boring. It, it, it's not a one-dimensional record. It's got lots going on, lots of different um, styles, and uh, of course it was recorded. Uh, in in the uh, during the pandemic, but I'm sure you've got another question for me. I'll talk about this thing all day. But yeah, that's 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 what that's what they can expect. Awesome, man! Sounds great. With uh, Cannonball, 
you know, I love what you guys do is, you know, you can take something that can be really heavy, but then when you get to the chorus, you know, you've always got that catchy hook. Is that something that you always kind of want to see there, Phil? Like, at least to have that hook in there? I like hooks, you know. I, I uh, you know, a lot of, like, sort of uh, uh, post-80s bands, you know, like sort of apocalyptical bands, I can't, I, you know, I can listen. I, I don't know where the choruses you know i'm listening to a song and I, I just i can't you know with a lot of modern music the modern rock uh i can't i can't figure it out but you know maybe i'm just too old but for me i like a chorus to jump out and slap you upside the head you know and it, it's just like okay the ver- here's the verse here's here's the the uh, bridge and 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 the chorus and it, and it's you know if it the more impact it can have the, the, the catchy you can't have a there's no such thing as a, as a chorus that's too catchy <laughs> it, 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 it you know it, I'm with you you know I, I love big choruses and by golly we got one in Cannonball don't we uh, it is just such a great party sing along uh, and, and you know the whole the whole thing the, the vibe of that song is, 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 a, is a, an album in itself uh, you know the lyrics and, and the imagery uh, and and it's in the set. <laughs> I'm, I'm answering questions before you even ask me. So um, yeah, uh, it's 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 just got a little bit of everything and hook uh, more hooks than a fisherman's hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great, man. Because I, I I love the hooks. And you know the other thing that probably everybody notices is your voice. I mean, it still sounds so damn good. What's your secret? Ah, uh, well, thank you very much. You know, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I will say on this record, um, I've done a lot more uh, singing in a lower register. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that I, I might not have done um, fifteen or twenty years ago, um, and, and, and you know it's not because I can't um, sing up there. It's just I, I don't know. I've got kind of smarter about it. I'm more economic about it. There's lots of high stuff in there, uh, screechy. You know, like high. Stuff, uh, the, the, the kind of vocal you you hear on on the the first two records we right. put out, you know, cocked and loaded, and, and the debut, a lot of screaming, lot of, yeah, you know, there, there is a bit of that on this, but um, yeah, because you know, I, I now I I'm, I'm I'm smart enough to you know look in the future and realize, well, if if it if it takes off, you're going to have to sing this every night, <laughs> so so don't set the bar don't set the bar too high, you know. I I always feel bad for. Bon Jovi having to go out and do Runaway, oh. uh, you know, because he, that that chorus that, at the end, uh, it's just impossible. It's like he, helium, and and uh, oh boy, it sounds great on the record, but uh, good luck doing that, right? <laughs> so now, you know, I, I'm, I'm I don't want to I don't want to do that. I don't want to set the bar too high, and um, I, you know, I I, I I worked a lot with Mitch Davis on the vocals, and uh, you know, he he gave me a lot of confidence. Uh, in in uh, just going with my lower voice, uh, and and uh, I, I'm like, I said okay, and he's like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's fine. It sounds great. I like the way it sounds. It's it's got a good good vibe to it. Um, so, um, but I still take care of my voice, of course. You know, I still, you know, before shows, I I do warm ups. I, I don't smoke. I uh, I, I avoid um, making a lot of noise after a show. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest discipline of all, of course. 
you know, after a great show, you just, just, you just want to just explode and have fun. And, you know, especially the, these shows we've got coming up, um, in November, it's been so long. It's been like two years. So I'm really going to have to discipline myself and, and not get carried away because I'm really excited. I'm really, really looking forward to getting back and doing shows. But there I go again, getting ahead of the question. So, um, yeah, thank you. No problem. Well, you know, another thing about your voice too, I feel like, you, know, you talked about on some of those earlier albums where your voice is, you know, in a higher register. I feel like your voice is kind of like deceptively high because I think when sometimes it's, I think because it's just coming across so easy when you do it. Like you listen to it and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound that high. But you know, if you're singing to that in your car and you try and your voice starts to crack, you know, I, I feel like you do. You you really do have a higher register at times that you're singing, but you do it effortlessly. So it's kind of deceptive. Well, right? I would. I- Thank you very much. I wouldn't say effortlessly, but it's interesting you, you bring up the car um, because that 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 was that was where I learned to sing as well. Um, listening to like everyone, uh, listening to <laughs> "Stairway to Heaven" uh, or, or uh, "Smoke on the Water" or, or you know any of these corny classic uh, metal songs like you know Iron Man. That was it, you know, and I'd just be in the car screaming and um that is 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 um that was the the, the basis of, of of my musical education um and uh, it served me well and uh you know it's funny because sebastian barks exactly the same way um and and you know we 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 took we, we have a laugh about it you know you know how we basically because there are no there are no singer there are no rock singer academies you know or there certainly weren't um when i was getting started um and and for sebastian either it was just you know that was you know like the car was the only place where you could really you, you could you couldn't get, that people wouldn't complain you couldn't scream the house down or uh, if you were in god forbid if you were in an apartment um so yeah it's funny so uh yeah that's that's that those are the early singing for me and you know that you know singing my favorite songs is is my favorite warm up it's not necessarily the most efficient they they do have a, a, a series of vocal exercises um that um actually you know focus on specific uh, parts of the voice and and warm it up in in, in a very sort of technical way um, that that I've been doing, and and uh, I highly highly recommend them for any singer, uh, any anyone that's got to do more than you know like a couple of shows mm-hmm. a, a week, or you know if 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 you want to be a proper singer, like and, and go on tour and do it every night, it's it's, it's a very important discipline. Sebastian does it, Axel does it, uh, you know all the all the you know the the best singers with the biggest range, they do it because it's. It's the same thing as as as, uh, as, as a guitarist uh, warming up um, finger exercises, and then you get somebody like Robin Zander, who's the idea of a, a vocal exercise is like a cigarette. You know, some people just don't have to do it, don't have to worry about it. They just got it, and and it makes me sick. <laughs> it's just like, I did, you know, I asked him. He goes, "Don't be daft," and and he said, "Pass me my cigarette." <laughs> uh, it's it, He's unbelievable, you know. I love his voice. I love him as a person. Uh, some people, you know, that might, you know, the, the singers that I know, we're all very disciplined about it. 
takes 15 or 20 minutes and 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 it really uh the benefits from do, for doing it uh just you know i couldn't do without hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line so when you go back in time phil you know you do the band girl and it, and it doesn't last you know for a whole lot of time and and i think you did something with torme right and yeah yeah this offer to go into la guns i mean what was your expectation at the time did you, what did you, did you think you could this band could still be around I mean, what were you thinking going into it no I thought, well, uh, it's a nice opportunity for me to go out to Hollywood and, and have a nice uh, holiday for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and honestly, I, I swear to God, I thought that would be it. You know, it would be uh, a fun, a fun romp, a little adventure, uh, and uh, you know, something I'd always remember. Um, and uh, yeah, that that really. Uh, that was a long time ago, and and things just snowballed. Uh, and as you said, you mentioned Girl. Uh, you know, Girl was my first band when I uh, uh, late teenager, early twenties, mm-hmm. uh, and it was around the same time as as, as Def Leppard started. Same time as, as um, Iron Maiden, um, and you know, it, there there were. Bands like Iron Maiden and, and, and Def Leppard, they, they were, it was clear that there was, they were going to have a legacy, you know, they were going to be, if it was, if they were books, they'd be like a leather bound 10 books set. <laughs> uh, I always say that Girl was a two page poem. It was never designed to be long, stick around for a long time. It was just a, it was, it was a flash, you know, I never wanted it to be, uh, I'm so glad that Girl didn't didn't hit the jackpot uh, with around the same time as as Maiden and Def Leppard because just absolutely not ready for it and and, and never wanted it. Um, <clears throat> so it, yeah, I, I, as far as LA Guns go, I never expected it to have the, the, the kind of longevity um, that it has. But um, you know, once you start selling a lot of records and, you know, getting played on the radio and, um, and, and, you know, get a couple of gold records under your belt, it changes everything. It really does. And, uh, you know, get, I remember back, you know, when we first got the record deal with LA Guns, you know, I was, I was a little bit older than the guys and I was like, you know, don't kid yourselves. You, got, you haven't made it. We haven't made it yet just because we got a record deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's any, any band. Almost any band can get a record deal if if uh, if the situation's right and the environment's right, and, and so you know it was it, going from getting the record deal to getting it certified gold um, was really uh, an incredible amount of work. But um, because of it, we are um, it, it gave us a a, a, a thirty. 30 plus year legacy so um it was it was well worth it and and I, you know i make it sound like it was hard work it was hard work 
but boy, God, it was fun. <laughs> right. Well, back to that first album. You know, a lot of these songs were kicking around before you got there. And then did you step in and, and rewrite the lyrics? And why, I guess, is my question. Um, well, yeah. On the first album, I, you know, uh, I always consider it to be a bit of a salvage project. You know, they, the, the band had Tracy in, in one form or another had been um, playing under the L.A. Guns name since, like, 1984. Um, so he'd accumulated a lot of songs, a lot of ideas. Um, and then um, the, the the period um, with the singer before me, um, they, they'd they done some recording, and, and they'd done quite a lot of uh, writing, and they had a bunch of demos, and there were certain songs. Uh, I think, like, Never Enough, and certainly Sex Action. Mm-hmm. I had to... to, to the, the songs were already written, they were already recorded, they had the other guys' vocals on, uh, and I didn't... It's not that I didn't even want to sing the stuff that he did. I couldn't understand what he was singing. <laughs> I just... It was... It, it was... I, you know, I was like... I slowed down the cassette, and, and it was just... It was like this weird mumbling, and... I certainly didn't want that. I mean, if you know, it'd been fantastic lyrics and 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 a good song is a good song, uh, and I wouldn't have touched it if I didn't think I could make it better. Mm-hmm. But you know, those mumblings and uh, it turned out to be fucking sex action and never enough, and uh, <laughs> those are strong, vocally strong songs, and you absolutely know what the fuck I'm singing uh, in them. So yeah. Very much a, uh, a salvage job on the first record, um, and, then, and then when you know we got to decoct and loaded, of course, um, it was a clean slate. We were all starting in the same position, mm-hmm. starting an album from scratch. There was no stuff that had been lying around. Uh, it, we used all that up on the first record, and then uh, so it's cocked and loaded for me personally. Uh, was my first. Um, La Gums record. I mean, I know I did. I'm, I'm, I'm honoured. I love the self, the, the first one, the self-titled. Mm-hmm. But I really, you know, I felt like I was an integral part. I felt like a visitor on right. it, uh, on the first one, and, and I felt like a band member yeah. on the second. Yeah, Cocked and Loaded definitely sounds like it's a cohesive band making it. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I think everybody gets that same feeling. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I'm as proud of it today as I was then. We'll skip ahead a little bit to, to 1992, okay? So the whole heavy 80s metal thing is starting to die out. But it's I was kind of surprised, yeah. and you guys were probably surprised too. You had a surprise hit with It's Over Now, and then ultimately you're even playing MTV Spring Break uh, that year. Did you think that you could maybe navigate through the 90s at that point? Um, you know, the moment I heard It's Over Now, uh, I, I knew... It was over. It was it, that that song, you know. And I don't hate the song. It, it, we're actually putting it in the set because uh, we never have. And, and I'm curious to see what it sounds like live and 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 how it goes down. But um, yeah, the writing was definitely on the wall, man. And 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 the fact that we even got a little bit post. Uh, I don't know, we'll just call it hair metal for the sake of argument. Sure. Uh, after the bubble burst, we we, 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 we managed to hang on for a little bit. But I remember 
when we were shooting the video for it, uh, one of the guys, the bass player, was asking the director if he had, if he, if he needed any help. He want, you know, I wanted to, you know, start working as a uh, an as assistant in videos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, we are doomed. <laughs> and um, you know, I never really wanted to sing it. And, and and I was persuaded. It was like you know, Phil, this is going to be a huge hit. This is going to be a huge crossover. And I was like, no, I'm like and then we're like, yeah, look, look. I tell you what, just just run through it and let's see how your voice sounds on it. Uh, just see how it fits. It might not even fit in the song. So I went ahead and did it, and I only did it once. And the next thing I know, it's the lead single off the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. That was the business for you. <laughs> well, you know, you bring up an interesting point about your voice. And uh, I feel like you do seem like you can kind of fit on just about anything. I mean, you look at something like on the Vicious Circle album, and there's some heavy, heavy shit on there. And your voice doesn't sound out of place, okay? You do a ballad that's like Ballad of Jane, and it has a country vibe almost. It doesn't sound out of place there. Yeah, that's right. What is it about... Who Who are your influences? Like, What is it about your voice where you can kind of fit into just whatever it is you're doing? Because not everybody can do it, Phil. A lot of people, they try to switch gears, and it doesn't sound right. That's right. They, they, they have one trick, and they're really good at it. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just, it's because I have such a varied, um, taste in music, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, you know, Rod Stewart, um, Ray Charles, uh, Stevie Wonder, um, Steve Marriott, a bunch of English people that you would never heard of, <laughs> uh, you know, Robert Palm. Robert Palm is a great example of somebody that could sing anything oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you, uh, you know, who, who's also really, really good was the, uh, was Dave King, is Dave King, uh, who was the singer in Fastway. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. He had an, he had an amazing voice, uh, but, you know, he just, he, he, he didn't want to do the metal, he didn't want to do the rock, and, mm-hmm. um, he, he, he disappeared and, and reinvented himself as Dave What's It and, and, and the Young Dubliners or, one of these Irish bands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and doing great at it, and and uh, would rather not talk about the metal days, but yeah, he had a great voice. I did a lot of um, tribute stuff uh, in uh, ten, fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian was Brian Pereira over at Deadline Records. Cleopatra uh, was put put together a lot of tributes. Tribute to the Scorpions, mm-hmm. tribute to Bon Jovi, tribute to Def Leppard, these and, and compilations, and and he'd get all these different musicians that he knows on the on the scene, and uh, put these put these tracks together, and I I, I I was invited to do a lot of them, uh, and and it was it was it was it was easy money. It would only take about. Uh, you know, it wouldn't take, never take more than two hours, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be done in an hour, generally, if I, if I'd done my homework. And, and it was just then I started to realize, you know, because then I would be doing sticks stuff and scorpion stuff and, you know, songs that I, I would never have, uh, touched, uh, you know, being, you know, growing up and developing my voice. I, I was thought I didn't have to do, you know, cover. I wasn't, I was never in a cover band, uh, and I got a lot of respect. Uh, for, for guys that do that, you know, three sets a night and, uh, uh, 
know know these can cover songs like the back of their hand you know that's um that's 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 a hell of a skill you know and and uh i admire guys that can do that say popular in the philippines and 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 far east you know you go out and it'll be a band one band all night um playing anything you can imagine and, and and take requests and uh it's it's hard to stump them but yeah thank you i'll take that as a compliment uh i you know i like i like to um I like to think of the, the voice, my voice, as, as an instrument. I like to make it fit in in, in with the music, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it from from an artistic level. You know, it, when I was younger, it, the most important thing about the voice was power. Mm-hmm. It had to it had to be powerful, you know, because it had to um, compete uh, or, or be with uh, it, it being part of. A, a wall of sound so you know you needed power and of course you need pitch it's no good if you flatten the board uh, and and timing helps too uh, those are the basics but you know then you start to to hone your act a little and and uh, here we are now talking about it right right you get to the the end of the 90s and you leave la guns was it kind of like what we talked about before it was just kind of you felt like it was over and it was time to try something different oh, i was glad when it was over you know i was so burnt out on it you know the band uh we weren't we, we just didn't enjoy each co- other's company and and that, that's an understatement mm-hmm. you know we'd been through the trenches we'd been through the ringer you know it, it we started off as being great friends but just the pressure of the business and you know we've been pulled and pushed and and prodded and put and and set in de- different directions and uh, it, it, the brand had, had really thinned out it, it, it was nothing like the no mercy one more reason to die sex action mm-hmm. um band that i joined you know we we were doing it's over now and and hated each other mm-hmm. so it was really definitely time i could i considered it a mercy killing <laughs> Phil, thanks so much, man. Best of luck with the new album. Thanks, thanks a lot. Great talking to you. Appreciate the support and come and see us when we're in the area. I will. We'll so, take you. Thank take you, it. Phil. We'll take care of you, mate. I love it, man. All thank right, you. bye. Bye now. As a longtime LA Guns fan, right here, it was an honor talking with Phil. Hey, once again, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. Rock on!